So thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want us to know who you are, how you're feeling, what's on your mind, and so much more. We thank you and praise you that you care so much for us. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So Jesus was talking to me today about following him like he followed his father, saying what he would say, doing what he would do. Can I read that to you? John 15, um, verse 19. The son is able to do nothing of himself, of his own accord, but he is able to do only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, the son does in the same way in his truth. So he only does what the father would do. He can only do. That's what he said. The father dearly loves the son and discloses to him everything that he himself does. And he will disclose to him, let him see greater things than these so that you may marvel and be full of wonder and astonishment. So why can he only do, why can he only do what the Father does? Because he's in love with the Father. If, if you love someone so much, you're going to only do. It'll be, it'll be heart's desire that you could only do for them. And he knows the Father's desire is that all of his children, all of his children know him and not perish. Jesus cares about what the Father cares about. He's in love with the Father, and so he only does and says what the Father would say and do. He he follows the Father because he loves him and cares about what he cares about. That's why he follows him. That's why he said, I say what he says and I do what he tells me to do, because I love him. Now, what can we say that about ourselves? Do we follow him and say what he would say and do what he would do because we're that much in love with him? Do we think about him all the time like he thinks about us? Are we doing what he would do? Are we picking up where he left off, or don't we have time? Do we have other plans, so much so that we miss that he has a plan, maybe for your day, for something for you to something that you could do for him, to minister to another person who is lost, who doesn't know him? Many people are out there and they have no idea who God is or what he's about. Some people want nothing to do with him. But there are some who, if they knew, reminds me of a story I heard. Um, a man was telling about a dream that God gave him. And um, there was, I guess, like the abyss and then an edge of a cliff on each side. And the man 
um, that had their dream was on the side with all the Christians and with, with um, maybe Jesus was there, I don't know. And on the other side of the cliff were all the unbelievers. And some one of his friends, or some of his friends, I don't remember the story exactly, but the point is, they were yelling out to him, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you tell me? As they're falling off into hell. And Jesus is saying to us today, if you love me, if you care about what I care about, then you would be doing what I do, saying what I say. You'd make time for me. It would be your heart's desire. It would be your heartache to do for me. You would want to say what I said and did what I did. You'd want to do that greater work. You would make time for me. We make time for those who are important to us. But Jesus, we take for granted. In fact, many think they don't have to do anything and just completely ignore him. And today he said he feels ignored. Like, okay, okay, Jesus, tomorrow or next time or later, I got to do this first. So-and-so needs me first. We don't put Jesus first. We don't care about what he cares about. Yet, he spends day after day thinking about us. He gave his life for us. He laid down his life for us. And now he's asking you to lay down yours for him. It's not his will that one should perish. He asks us to watch and pray, to make the way for him, but we're not interested for whatever reason. Too busy or we don't think he's going to come. Whatever the reason is. Um, Jesus is just bringing to my mind, and I am not gloating at all, but since he told me how he feels and, and he's made me aware of his heartache, I go to him every day and say, what are you thinking about? What do you need me to do? Because he does for me. He makes me so happy. He meets my needs. He cares about what I care about. And so I've learned to love him back that same way, to care about what he cares about. Anyway, someone asked me what they were supposed to do with a few minutes of their time, that they had some empty space. I said, well, it's a good time to pray. And that person said, is that all you can think about? And I said, yeah, because I love Jesus. I think about him all the time. He thinks about me all the time. I didn't get to that place overnight, and as I said, I'm not bragging. I just feel like he told me to share that. Do you think about him all the time? Would you say what he said? I don't, I'm not perfect. I don't always say what he, he said. My feelings get in the way, but I like to get to the point where at the end of the day, hey, I didn't say what Jesus would say. Hey, I didn't love like Jesus would love. Hey, I didn't go the extra mile today. 
I'm going to do better tomorrow. I want to be a blessing to others as Jesus is a blessing to me. You know, when you love your neighbor before yourself, then you're going to do that. You're going to go the extra mile for them. You're going to do for them. Not for yourself. It's not about you. It's about them. I was just thinking about a similar situation, someone else that I know. And he put himself aside to meet the need of that other person. And as I watched, it made me cry. Because that's what Jesus would do. He doesn't put himself first. But our first thoughts are about us if we're not paying attention to Jesus. If you knew how much he cared for those who are perishing and that that is why he's waiting to come. So more can be ready. That's why he's waiting. He's expecting us who call ourselves Christians to stand up and go do his work. Tell others who he is. Yes, there will be lots of rejection. But yes, there will be lots of people who will say, thank you. I didn't know that. It's not his will. It's not what he wants for anyone to perish. Hell was made for the devil and his angels, not for us. And Jesus is hurting. The Father is hurting. They are hurting because we're not paying attention. It's like in the day of Noah. We're just fooling around and not making, making good use of this time that we have to tell others who he is and to get ready. The time is short. He's knocking at the door. He's already knocking at the door. And he's knocking at the door of your heart. Will you invite him in? Not just say that prayer and then walk away, but care about what he cares about. You don't just have kids and not care about what they care about. And then they grow up and care about what you care about, right? You don't just separate. You care. And caring is loving. And he is hurting. He is sad. He is long-suffering. If you're not getting ready, if you're not watching and praying, if you don't care about what he cares about, and if you don't get up every day and it's about him, then when he comes, he's going to be like that thief in the night. And you're going to wish he didn't come. You can call your, yourself a Christian, but why do you call him Lord if you don't care about what he cares about? Why do you call him Lord? How can you call him Lord if you don't know him? How can you say what he says and do what he does if you never opened the book? Lots of people tell me why I can't understand it. Because first you got to make a commitment. He shares the mysteries of the kingdom of God to those who follow him and to everyone else. His word is as a parable. You're not going to get it until you commit to him. He knows your heart. He knows if you're faking it. And lots of us are faking it. 
We're just going through the motions. Oh, I love Jesus. I go to church. I go to Bible study. But I'm first. I don't put anyone else before me. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your intellect is to care about what He cares about. And if you don't care about what He cares about, you're not even going to be able to care about your neighbor, that other person. If you care about what He cares about, you're going to know He's in pain. You're going to know He's grieving even before it happens. After he flooded the earth, he forgot about Noah. He was depressed. He was grieved. And he's already grieving now before he comes because he knows what's going to happen. Get on your face. Tell him you want to understand the book. Tell him you care. Care about him. Ask him what you can do for him. He cares for you. He cares. He's in love with you and those around you. And if you do know him, if you're a Christian and you're watching this, he expects more from you than he does that unbeliever or even that person that isn't treating you right. He expects more from you because you call yourself Christ-like. If you call yourself a Christian, then you should be following him wherever he goes, doing what he would do, doing what he's telling you to do. Say what he would say. Don't say what you think or what you feel. It doesn't matter. It matters what he thinks and he feels. Because his way is right. His way is higher. When you think his way and feel his way, you're going to come up higher and you're going to grow to be like your dad. You're going to grow to be like him and move into the kingdom with him. He's so, so very good and so in love with you. And he wants you to know that he longs for you to know him and be a part of his life, care about what he cares about. He's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, if you would commit to do his way, he would show you who he is, what he's thinking, how he's feeling, how to live in his kingdom, how to be happy, full of joy, peace, contentment. But if you don't heed his voice, he's not going to come and live on the inside of you. You can't just say a prayer and, and wing it. You gotta care about him. You gotta commit to him. Become engaged with him. Get ready to marry him. If you never asked him to come live on the inside of you, I just want to say that prayer right now with you. Lord, I thank you that you would come and live on the inside of us. Help us to heed your voice. Help us, Lord. We commit to you. Help us to know your voice. And heed it. Give us understanding. We want to be a part of your life. Help us to do that. Thank you for showing us things to come. Thank you for letting us know there's not much time. For reminding us of your word. 
and making it clear to us that we need to be ready and we're not. Thank you so much, Jesus. You're so good. We love you. Praise you. If you said that prayer, I'm so excited for you. I'd love it if you'd let me know. And as well, if, if I ministered to you in any way, if you appreciate this video, would you like it? And then even subscribe so you don't miss the Word of God. And, and when you do that, you further the gospel. Be a part of furthering the gospel. Do what you can do to help people know who Jesus is. Be a part of his life.